spring has sprung. It's a great feeling to walk outside on uh, these Michigan days, and it's not fucking freezing. Holy shit, I am just happy as a pig in shit that right now it is 50 degrees. Right now. Uh, we're going to be flirting with 70 tomorrow, I believe. So I'm just... Uh, I, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. She's waiting. Eric Clapton behind the sun. Uh, welcome into the Eric Zane show podcast for another day. I'm sitting a little higher in my chair. I I'm feeling some momentum and thank God for the people who are frustrated with our old pals, free beer and hot wings. And on a lark are checking out your old pal easy. And they're like, you know what? I think I'm going to start listening to this. This has happened uh, time and again in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't act like uh, some kind of, like I'm better than anybody, but uh, or, or that I don't see what happens on Reddit. I look at it. I read it. Uh, I take my lumps when they're deserved. But uh, GD it. Something's happening. Um. They are in a world of hurt right now over there as uh, there's been a real there's been a real aggressive approach from their audience members about the current state of their show, which whatever. I don't you know. OK, great. Uh, I, I, I don't think that they sweat any of that and um, whatever. Uh, but what I'm more concerned with and, and pleased about, uh, because that happens all the time, frankly, and there's there's always going to be uh, people that are like, ah, I, don't, I don't like it anymore, but. What's good for me, the only thing that I'm really concerned with is that these people are uh, uh, getting so frustrated that they're uh, turning elsewhere for something to, to check out, maybe on the live stream or perhaps the uh, uh, recorded podcast of your old pal EZ. And uh, I talked about Patrick, who's here right now. I see him. He's suspicious maximum on, uh, in, the, uh, in the group here. And um, there was also Nick out of uh, Albany, New York who uh, chimed in. And now this. This uh, soul writes, I've been a listener since 04. Now that's that's uh, when we started. In Grand Rapids, at least. Many changes over the years. And I've adapted. Lately, though, I've been getting burned out a bit. Burnout is good for your old pal EZ. Rechecked Zane's podcast and actually found myself laughing like I used to years ago. Aha! Took me back to the good old days. Wow, if you're going back to good old days, that's uh, that's a little spring in your old pal easy step. Might give up my membership with FBHW and switch to his Patreon. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Okay. Now, one at a time. You build a brand one at a time. And when you're, uh, you know, a low-level podcast like I am, when these things happen, you appreciate them. Kind of like that bit Eddie Murphy used to do. You know, you got a starving guy and uh, you give him a saltine cracker. It's got to be the best cracker he's ever had in his life. So that's how I 
I approached these things. I actually reached out to that person individually, sent them a private message. I said, hey, I appreciate the nice words, and I appreciate you trying me. Thank you so much. You've made my day. And it's true. Aram follows up to that person's post and says, awesome. (laughs) Aram is very bullish on me, and I appreciate that. Zane keeps a great archive of all his material, too. And then Patrick, who's just been all over there, who's been aggressively waving the EZ flag in those uh, murky waters of the EZ sub or of the uh, Freeman Hopping subreddit, where you got a mixed bag of people who uh, don't like me, but not all of them, not all of them. There's been a lot of positive uh, comments about me, and I'm happy about that. He says, it's definitely worth it, and I'm glad I did. And thank you for all your support, Patrick. Patrick's even gotten to a point where he says something nice about me, and some of those people say, oh, yeah, we know this is you, Zane. Shut up. Fuck you, Zane. I didn't, I'm not allowed to post on there. I I can't. I got banned. And I know you're thinking that I, I could make a sock account, but uh, no, I, I I'm just telling you I don't. I don't have that type of time or energy to do that shit. Besides, I'd fuck it up. Somehow, I would reveal myself. Ah, yes. Can always turn to the uh, wonderful reinforcement of the regulars. Uh, Linda says they just want to listen to someone who speaks normally. Amanda says, dumbasses. Freebornomics made the biggest mistake when they fired you. Haven't listened since. Love you. Uh, Linda says, I felt like my parents were getting divorced when you left. Really sad day. Kenny says, we're all the responses. Yes, shut up, Zane. We know it's you. Uh, Adam says, at one point, Steve said he didn't care if someone was no longer a fancy idiot. That's when I quit listening two years ago. Ooh, boy, that's the old bite in the hand that feeds you. Ryan says, I haven't listened to Freeburn Outwing since Russ Hines couldn't respond to his own emails. All right. Enough patting myself on the back. That's a self-indulgent way to start the show, but uh, what the fuck? Let me get into a little bit of what happened last night, which was not live. I record, and then I'll release it tomorrow. Who are these Zanes went down? And I had guest roaster Ryan right there, and uh, he got together with uh, Big Fraud Zane. And, well, uh, for the first time ever, I gave him a uh, several minutes of material. I said, hey, can you pull these clips and then, um, you know, you'll have your own that I haven't heard. And then uh, we'll do the show that way. What he didn't understand is I'm also going to pull my own clips. He thought he had all the pressure in the world on him, but not so. Uh, We start the show and I go, I got my clips and you got your clips of an era uh, late, uh, 1999, it was, uh, December 29, 1999, right before Y2K, Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, the Phil and Billy show at, uh, WIMZ. And I was the quote unquote producer slash newsman slash third chair. All right. And. 
Wow. This uh, was all sorts of fucked up. And I have to say that I enjoyed Ryan's clips more than my own. He did such an excellent job hosting his own clips. He made me, uh, because in the past, the first 22 episodes of Who Are These Zanes, um, I would do it all and Ben would just react. Um, I decided this week, two things different. Ben's out of pocket. He's at a, a work seminar or some shit. And um, I had Ryan come up with his own clips. I'm going to do that with Ben next time, too. I don't know why. I think it's a little of the control freak in me that kept that from happening in the first place. But uh, it was a great, uh, a great addition. And just a lot going on. I'm not going to steal the thunder on any of uh, Ryan's clips. Okay. And, uh, but uh, one in particular of my clips that will give you an idea where I was. And, and Ryan did make a point. He was, Eric, you, you sound a little bit more polished in this show, um, in how I speak. And he's right. It, but what's not there is any type of comedic timing or, I don't know. It's all just kind of like rammed right down your throat. It's, it's just bad choices as to what we think is funny and what's not. An even bigger problem, in my opinion, is that than uh, just sounding like an idiot. However, this clip right here, I'm wrapping up my newscast, okay? And all I need to say is, I'm Eric Zane, Phil and Billy in the morning on 103.5 WIMZ. Uh, I'm Eric Zane with your news. It's Phil and Billy in the morning. And this is the pukey way I say it. Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. Okay, real aggressive. Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. I'm delivering some type of joke here with some real overlapping by Billy. I came back with $90 worth of Denny Moore stew. <laughs> Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. By the way, God rest the eternal soul of, of Billy Kidd. Uh, passed away a couple years ago. Uh, Nick says, Philly Billy? No, it's it's Phil and Billy. Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. Not, not Philly Billy. I know it's, it sure sounds like Alexander Philly Billy. I was that a Philly Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Philly Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Philly Billy in the morning. Eric Zane Philly Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Philly Billy in the morning. I came back with ninety dollars worth of Denny Moore stew. <laughs> Eric Zane with Philly Billy in the morning. Oh. Tyler writes, and you have to see it. Eric Zane puke emoji with Phil and Billy puke emo- emoji in the morning. Puke emoji. Uh, welcome in Ash, Ashley. Uh, she just subscribed as tier one. I appreciate you. Ashley, who just was informed by her boss, that she can no longer listen to the show with earbuds. What the fuck? So for 10 hours a day, you can't listen to that shit. Uh, Ryan writes that, uh, Billy kid was a young man, 61 when he died too bad. Yeah, it, he was great. Um, the guy uh, on that show, 
You had Phil Williams, who's still alive to this day, who was the local legendary voice, uh, supposedly, who we could not get to come to work. He didn't, I don't know why he couldn't come to work. He just wouldn't always call in sick. So Bill and I would do the show quite often. Um, Billy ended up being inducted into the Tennessee Broadcasters Hall of Fame. So that was sweet. He stayed at the radio station up until his death. Not sure what exactly, uh, how it unfolded. It was a little sad. I, I was obviously living up here when it happened. And he just got, he got into a motorcycle accident. And, uh, and then I think a lot of, Life got in the way things. I think someone in the family passed, like a brother or his father or something like that, and uh, struggled with women. And uh, I, I don't know. Really kind of a bummer. I don't mean to bring the room down, but uh, we had some great times. Uh, and uh, truly missed, truly missed. So uh, Ryan and I reviewed that show. And uh, we went for a, a much longer than what we did in the past and the other shows. I think we went about 40 minutes, maybe 45, but uh, it was it was fantastic. And I will post it to Patreon. It will show up Saturday, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, it was another full day for EZ. And it went like this. Yesterday, I got done with all this podcasting shit, and I got to be uh, at the radio station I heart Grand Rapids at 2.30 to be on the air at 3. And um, at 10 minutes to 2, I'm comfortably on time. Uh, I, I stand up from here. I go, I'm just going to throw on some clothes, put the dogs away, and leave. And then I realize I forgot to voice track. You know when you click a button here in the studio and you record, hey, that's uh, the OJ's Love Train, Eric Zane with you on Big 101.3. Here you go, the Beatles, eight days a week. That's what I do for this oldies radio station. It uh, then gets uh, sent uh, through the internet over to there and then it shows up. it's It's not a long process, but one that has to happen. I was filling in for this dude, Mike. And the, the shift starts at 2 p.m. Now, it's 10 minutes to 2. I've got a 25-minute drive. And I must be there before the clock strikes 2.30. I mean, it's like a drop-dead time. If I'm not there... Um, okay, Bill's show is uh, sent up to a satellite. And for some reason, there's some fucking weirdo deal... Where if you don't have, if you haven't called Westwood One and talked to these nerd engineers in Colorado to say, hey, uh, this is Eric from the huge show, Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm sending you tone now. And you hit a button. And then this tone goes to them. They go, all right, we got it. All right, have a good show. Yeah, okay, see ya. If you don't do it by 2.30, I guess there's like some type of fucking meltdown. Brett formerly known as Lurch, says, dude, if you fuck this up, just know I'm going to be stoned and drunk on a golf course. Don't be one second later than 2.30 p.m. I got you. Those words rang through my head when I saw at 150 
and realized that it was 150 and realized I had not yet voice tracked. Voice tracking takes half hour to do five hours of broadcast. It's not adding up. 30 minutes of voice track. That must get done. 25 minutes of drive. Run up to the radio station. We're looking at an hour's worth of things that need to be done in now 39 minutes. And I'm dressed in my fucking sweats. I look like I just rolled out of bed. And the dogs are here. I still got to put the dogs away. So we're looking at an hour and 10 worth of shit. Fuck me. Start recording my voice tracks. I got five hours of broadcast done on that radio station in 10 minutes. I don't know if you heard it, but it was, oh, yeah, big little 1.3, yeah, OJs, more coming up. And then that's it. You know, it was a program director's wet dream because they're always like, all right, keep the, keep your word count low. Don't talk for any more than 15 seconds. I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. And that's it. I'm like flying through. Click, 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 send, 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 send. All right, yeah. It's two. Still behind. Uh, I'm wearing like sweats with uh, uh, paint and jizz on them. Rip off the sweats. Throw on the jeans. Uh, uh, slip on the shoes. Grab the dogs. Run downstairs. Here you go. Get your little crate. They're like, what the fuck? We were sleeping, you ass. Oh, what the fuck? You? Uh, give them a little treat. Off I go. Still behind. My 2003 Silverado uh, uh, with the 350 motor is just shrinking the gas. Now, normally, I drive slow. But I'm like... I'm flying by people, racing all the way, breaking the speed limit all the way. I'm doing 85 miles an hour on the interstate. I pull over. I'm, I'm making up time. Downtown's a fucking nightmare. Every I'm hitting every light. I On two wheels into the parking ramp. Park like an asshole. I'm running out of the parking ramp down the street shit down the street ionia okay hold that thought i'll finish the story in a second because somebody's got to pee and there is no negotiating this one all right hang on i'll be right back don't go anywhere coffee so much squish uh all right so i'm on two wheels into the parking garage i get out and I'm running. I run down the ramp. I make a left onto Ionia. And there's fucking Simonson. Bill's on the phone talking. Probably his bookie. And he turns. And I'm going to be able to make it right behind him without him even noticing I'm there. But at the last second, he looks back and sees me. goes, hey. I go, hey. And uh, he knows what's up. I keep running. I make a left on the Monroe Center right at the uh right at the uh right by the building. And uh our guest is there. 
We're going to bring in this dude from the local racetrack, Jeff Striegel, on our first uh, hour. And Jeff sees me, and he's like thinking to himself, oh, good, I can go up with you. He goes, hey, hey, hey. And then I just run by and go, I'll talk to you in a second. I go, I run right by the fucker. Get in the elevator. Get out the door. Boom. Uh, into the uh, into the studio. They're into the radio station. Wander through empty halls. And I get in there. And the key is that the audio that's coming out of the speakers, they're going to be listening to that. It, if that stops, if the audio stops, that means it's 2.30. I can't explain all that. I call Colorado. As they pick it up, the audio stops. The clock has struck 2.30. You are too late. Uh, When Brett sent me the text three days ago, make sure you're there at 2.30, the quote, or bad things will happen. That's all I know. Please call the network and deliver your tone before 2.30 both days. Otherwise, there will be issues. My response, gotcha. I sent him a text. I was one minute late sending the uh, the EBQ tone. Can you give me a quick call? Denver's having confusion because of my fuck up. Seriously? What the fuck, dude? He writes... I know, man. Sorry. Now you gotta understand. This is this is Lurch. This is a guy who was my intern, and you know, twenty five years younger than me. He's given me the seriously what the fuck, dude. So I felt like a fucking child. I said, I know, man. I'm off to a bad start. Sorry. How can I help fix it? And uh, now the thing is, though, he calls me back. And he goes, all right, is there is the audio back? Yes. He goes, all right, call them. And then you see that white button? You got to hit that white button. I go, well, that's it? What? What's the big deal? I, it's not like anything bad happened. It's kind of, a, kind of an overreaction on your part. Hang on. Okay, she's laying down. If I ever get up suddenly and tell you to hang on, it's because I'm making sure uh, Darla is in my sight. Uh, yesterday I was doing who are these Zanes with Ryan and she was not. And, uh, I fucking had a beautiful coffee table book. It was beautiful. Uh, but she got her mouth on it. Cause I keep it in that rack where it says, uh, the Eric Zane show below it is a nice, uh, like bookcase. And, uh, well that's, she chewed the fucking corner. So I always try to keep an eye on her. Um, Kenny says puppy proof. Uh, you, know, you know you're right, um, but I haven't. I don't have an excuse. Um, there's too much to puppy proof in here. You know? I just need something bad to happen. Like her to bite into an electrical cord and get zapped. Kenny says, you're the one with all the pet experience. Amy says, Eric thrives in chaos. Thank you. 
about Lurch becoming uh, yelling at me. Cole says the intern becomes the master. So true. Well, anyway, it was a complete clusterfuck, bad start, but we got it done. All is well. Okay. Now, uh, Aram says, imagine how late he would have been if he were puppy proofing. (laughs) All right. You want back up there, peanut? Okay. Come here. All right. Now, thank you very much. If you're checking out this show on Facebook or Twitter, but, uh, Really, the uh, best way to get the show in its entirety for the live stream is via Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. That's it. That's how you watch and listen from beginning to end. Now, people say, well, what do I do? What do you want us to do? We want to do what helps you the most. Well, it all helps. Um if you are watching on Twitch or at least just following and subscribe to Twitch through your Amazon Prime account, that would be awesome. But if you're also subscribed on your favorite podcasting platform to the show, to the actual audio podcast so that it just downloads uh, downloads every day through Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever it is you choose, that's also, also very, very helpful. These are all uh, things you can do that uh, help your old pal EZ. So... Uh, I I make it very, very accessible. All the podcasting platforms on Twitch, uh, Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, though. I only give you a, uh, you know, a half hour of the show, a percentage of the show. And then uh, I send you on your way, hoping that you will sign up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Before I send you on your way, though, send me an email on the Shoreliner striping inbox. If you ever want to chat, say hello. I love the uh, correspondence. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. The show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. That's where we're at right now. I have a Patreon that I put a ton of time into. In fact, most of the things I do are on Patreon. Uh, Separate things. You've got the free podcast like right now, a couple hours, Monday through Friday. And then an entirely different uh, uh, set of podcasting um, uh, content. On Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. And that has a fee. It's ad-free, listener-supported. Five or ten bucks a month, five bucks a month for all the audio, ten bucks a month for the audio, video, and live streams. If you like the free podcast and you'd like more to listen to, that's the option for you. It's there for you if you like and it keeps the lights on here at uh, at the household where I do the show. So thank you very much for considering it. I suggest you just try it for one month and see if it's something that you like. And uh, yeah, uh, in fact, I want you to sign up for five bucks a month for the audio, 10 bucks a month for the audio video live streams, and then immediately cancel it. Because if you do not like it, I don't want you to be charged for a second month. You know, because you forgot to cancel or something like that. You'll still get the whole month after you cancel because you already paid for it. You know, uh, then if you like it and say, oh, no, I, I actually want to re-sign up. You can just do that. You can re-sign up and I'll give you an option to get a whole year and I will take 10% off. It's all there for you at patreon.com slash 
Eric Zane. I know that's a lot, but um, I have to do a, a hard commercial for me. Um, first and foremost on the show. So thank you for putting up with all this. Check out my shit. Buy my shit. Uh, t-shirts, by the way, too. EricZaneShow.com. Um, I'm sorry about that, but I, I have to do that. We uh, It's the only way we are able to um, uh, get a uh, revenue stream to make this a reality. And when you are a fucking lone wolf independent podcaster with zero assistance, I take it back. I have a lot of assistance. I have audience members that send me stories and contribute in the fun ways that they do. I have the um, right people that are enjoying the live stream after we took out the white trash um, who are all very helpful and very funny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, no, I'm not alone uh, because of all of that. So, thank you. And uh, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Have a great day. You can check me out on Twitch. All right. All right. Kenny asks, can we get an NFK shirt for real now? No, I am not putting a shirt with the NFK's face on. That is just, it's not happening. I am not going to do that. Too, uh, too risky, too risky. And I'm a roll the dice guy. I roll the dice all the time, but that, no, we are not going to do it. I can draw it. Uh, No, I tell you what, why don't you just draw it and then you put it on a shirt and then you have it. There you go. Okay. Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page and Twitch. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. And then, of course, YouTube. Follow me on YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh, my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God, this is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera, so it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right.
Josh says, just buy an Uncle Fester t-shirt and have the text changed from Adam's family to NFK. Um, the story is going around about some lady who supposedly had a full body orgasm at, uh, I guess the LA Phil harmonic orchestra. This is the audio from it. It's just, you, you can't see anything. It's just audio. And, uh, I, this is just strange. Audio check. It's time. It, it's time perfectly. How can we believe that that is a full body orgasm? Uh, Kenny says, is there video? I've already said there's only audio. Uh, Stevie says, that sounds planned to me. Fake. Amanda says, if I hear a good piece of music, I know I usually just get goosebumps and cry, cry, crack, car, orkin. I don't know if I believe this either. Um, there have been uh, pieces of music that I've really liked a lot that have made me weep because they hit me emotionally. Um, attendees at the Los Angeles Philharmonic's recent concert were startled by the sounds of a woman screaming and moaning midway through the show. They were performing uh, Tchaikovsky's Fifth uh, Symphony on Friday. And by the way, this all comes to us from uh, emailer Pete, who writes, uh, I'm a late listener to the show. I'm living on the West Coast, longtime listener growing up in New Hampshire, now living in Portland, Oregon. Well, that's a culture shock right there, Jesus. Anyway, on yesterday's show, you were going around the radio. You briefly paused on a classical music station and asked, who the fuck likes this shit? Well, I have a video for you with audio. It's not video. It's just audio. Of a woman who really enjoys it. He wrote, quote, her pussy popped all over that rock hard oboe. <laughs> apologize if you've already covered this in a previous show. No, this is the first time. Um, jokes aside, I asked myself that question about Kid Rock's music. Who the fuck likes this fucking absolute garbage music? Seriously, man, cut it out. You're better than that. I enjoy the show, man. Keep it up. Signed, Pete. I wrote, thank you for this. For the record, I've soured quite a bit on Kid Rock. Not 100%, but I'm getting there. Don't be a stranger, and thanks for the support. So, so Pete sent this shit along. Now, when I saw it, I didn't believe it. That's why I didn't cover it the other day. Um, but 
I listened to the audio. And here's a little bit more detail. Um, one of the people who was there uh, at this event happened uh, a week ago at the Walt Disney Concert Hall. Several concert goers claimed to have heard a person having a loud and full body orgasm. Everyone kind of turned to see what was happening. Molly Grant told the LA Times. Grant, who was seated in the balcony near the person who allegedly made the noise, said, I saw the girl after it had happened, and I assumed that she dot, 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 had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing and her partner was smiling and looking at her like in an effort to not shame her. This lady says it was quite beautiful, she added. I don't know, man. I don't know if I would be if I would think it was beautiful. It would be unnerving to me. It'd be disturbing to see some either. Okay, here, here's uh, here's the thing. She's either an alien, or she was on drugs, or she's acting. I don't believe that she, that she actually had an orgasm. I that can't be real, right? Can that even happen? Uh, soon after the event, others shared their experiences on Twitter, went to see the LA Philharmonic and, uh, a woman in the audience had a loud and full body orgasm during the fifth second movement band politely carried on props to LA Philharmonic for bringing it for bringing it on or, you know, perhaps the LA Philharmonic, uh, wanted to get a little bit of attention and they, they put someone out there to just do that. An alleged audio clip of the moment began making its way around social media and the recording. Someone can be heard wailing. You all heard that. Uh, Friends who went to the LA Philharmonic last night are reporting that in the middle of the show, some lady had a screaming orgasm to the point where the whole orchestra stopped playing. You see, they need to investigate more. You got to get somebody over there to uh, see if the seat's wet or maybe smell it. See if you can detect the odor of gush. Um, the account that the orchestra stopped playing has varied from others who said the musicians continued playing. Classical pianist Sharon Sue posted that she quote, checked with someone who works at the LA Phil and they confirmed that the disturbance did not stop the orchestra. Yeah. I'm going to need more info on this. This sounds like it could be like a plant or maybe she was on drugs or there was just something wrong that happened. You can't, can can uh, can a person be that fucked up that music make them, makes them have an orgasm? Can music make a person have an orgasm? This one says a sh- the short answer is yes. Sir Bob, Sir Bob of Oliver says, investigate for vag slime. Ash says, I work with a woman who had one. She would constantly get off at work. It was disgusting. Can you give us more information about that? Like, um, you just would look at her and you would, you know, it may be this. Nick says it was a remote control vibrator. That is very real. That's that. Those have been around for a long time. 
Uh, Stevie says gross. Followed up by mo- more grossness with Kenny saying, yeah, <laughs> music can definitely add to his sexual experience. Look, you're obviously talking from experience and no one needs to think about you having sex. Amanda grosses us out even more with I can vouch on the vibrator thing. Ugh, come on. Ash says she'd rock back and forth, then moan, then excuse herself to the bathroom. Why? I don't, I don't get it. That's fucking weird. Ryan writes, for some people, that's a serious medical condition. There was that man that couldn't control his orgasms throughout the day. I think he had things chopped off and a sex change or something. Josh says that Kenny's talking about the 8-bit background music from Dig Dug. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this, this article is long. I'll have to check it out. I don't have time right now. I don't want to wreck the momentum of the show by the shit, but I, oh man. I remember reading about um at various um, concert events like the Beatles or Elvis, you know, um, everybody leaves when Elvis goes off stage or the Beatles go off stage and there's like a sheen on the floor. I'm not even kidding. And then like all sorts of like, uh, underwear chicks underwear would be there and they'd be uh, very wet. And, and that's remarkable. It's hideous. What a gross thing. And you know that some pervert who cleaned the place up probably rolled around in it like a fucking dog. Holy shit. All right. Thank you for the email, Pete, from Portland, Oregon, for tipping me off about that story. I mean, I knew it. But I'm glad you sent it along because it needed to be uh, made a priority. I had had forgotten about it. All right. Moving on. Um, As always, I appreciate the support on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Lost Zane Recordings drops today. Insane Asylum drops today. Uh, Who are these Zanes drops Saturday. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Of course, also dropping today the uh, Patreon bonus podcast, which is an extension of this one. Thank you so much for all of your support on Patreon. Uh, The more the merrier. So join up. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. Try it for 30 days. See if you like it. If you don't, you're only out five bucks or 10 bucks. Five bucks is all the audio. Ten bucks is the audio, the video, and the live streams. The free podcast, though, is powered by uh, the sponsors. Okay. And I talk about them, and you engage them, hopefully, and make them happy and mention my name, and then the podcast continues. Thank you. To A&E Heating and Cooling. Okay. Old school sponsor. You know, I've been doing this show for nearly four and a half years. 
1,054 episodes as of today of the free podcast and another 1,054 of the Patreon. And Joe Martinez has been there for almost all of them. There's only a handful that are older. And I think maybe it's uh, Rick might be the clubhouse leader for oldest. I'm pretty sure. In fact, Rick from TC Paintball goes back to the 30 YouTube episodes in between uh, Free Beer and BBL. He gave me a um, TC Paintball microfiber towel to hang up behind me on my mantle. That was how we were able to um, have them have visibility on that um, on that show. Which, by the way, when I did that YouTube show, fuck, the first episode I did of it, um, post-firing, I think there was like 70,000 views. And I was like, fuck me. And then before long, I got a check from um, Google slash YouTube. Here you go. This is how this works. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Uh, they they, they uh, dwindled down quite a bit after that, after the buzz wore off from the story. But what I, now I'm lucky to get 100. Uh, no matter what, I could put a video of me throwing myself off of the Empire State Building and still 100 people would watch it. I've never been able to figure that out. All right, tangent, sorry. Uh, A&E Heating and Cooling, old school sponsor, 616-516-8579. Um, so... Now we're starting to think about turning on the air conditioners before too long. Uh, don't just flip it on. First of all, you want it to be running um, efficiently. You know, the thing with the fan outside of your house, if you take off that cover, there's all these little uh, aluminum metal fins. Well, right now that's all coated with tons of dust and dirt and debris that um, forms almost like a, uh, a blanket of fur around it. And that blocks the airflow. Okay. You don't want that. Joe's got to get in there or one of his crew and clean that thing. If the air is having a hard time getting through, the machine's going to work harder to get it through and longer, burning more energy, working harder, uh, more quickly causing a breakdown. It, this is not, like this is a piece of equipment that is sensitive. You don't want to just leave it all dirty and filthy. And so once a year, this has to happen. I never did this prior to Joe. When I started working with Joe, he comes twice a year, wants to do this, uh, uh, tune up the furnace, wants to tune up the AC. And I was like, holy shit. He goes, yeah, dickhead. You can't just like turn it on and just uh, let it go for 20 years. You got, you need to maintain this thing. You stupid fuck. I'm like, all right, I got you. So uh, that's that's what you need to do, and it's going to cost you $79 to do that. Um, if you don't do it, it runs so much more inefficiently, uh, less efficient, that you pay more in energy bills. And who the fuck wants to do that? 616-516-8579. So extend the life of your gear and pay less each month for your energy with a tune-up on your AC from Joe Martinez. 616-516-8579. Now... If your shit fucks up, uh, regardless of the tune-up, and you need someone to fix it, this is the guy. If you need a new AC unit, this is the guy. Okay? 
He's legit. Thank you, Joe. By the way, no Rick from TC Paintball today. I I don't know what the fuck he's doing at 9 a.m. on a Friday, but I got a, a, a dicky email from him. I can't be on today. There goes the ratings. I wrote, uh, no can do. I actually, I wrote, who can do? No can do. No worries. You're gay. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. All right. No matter where you are in the U.S., you can get your mortgage from the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. True uh, mortgage rates suck balls right now at about 7%, depending on who you are and what type of mortgage you're getting. Sometimes a little lower if you go 15-year. Uh so that's a lot worse than what it was just a couple of years ago when it was, you know, you could get a, a 2.5 15-year mortgage. Still 7%. It's not 18 like it was back when fucking uh, uh, Ronald Reagan's first term in office or Jimmy Carter was in the White House. So if you do want to get a house, you cannot wait to the, for the mortgage uh, rates to drop. Call upon Mario. 616-516. I'm sorry. 61. Damn it. 231-332-6505. Or if you've got a balance on a high interest credit card, which that rate's been going up because they've increased the rates trying to slow down spending by Americans. Um, so if you got a thousand bucks balance on it, and you're paying 25% interest. That's not good. Some of you have even more of a balance on that. You're paying a ridiculous amount of money for interest each month. Don't do that. Get the money out of your house. Pay that shit off and then pay 7% on uh, on your refi, that money you got out of your house to pay that credit card bill. I mean, even if it's a $20,000, if it's a 20, you owe $20,000 on, uh, on a high interest credit card, you're looking at three to four hundred dollars per month in interest charges. Okay, you're not going to pay that off anytime soon. Save all of that money. Get a, uh, a refi on your house, and you know you can pay it off at seven percent as opposed to twenty five. Jesus. Uh, also, thank you to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in beautiful Granville, Michigan. If you're doing any work on your residence and you want to put new flooring down, I don't, I don't know what more to tell you other than they have every type of flooring under the sun, the best brands, the best styles in stock today. Okay. It's a warehouse. You just walk in, there's flooring everywhere, flooring and ugly men. They will help you. All right. It's the lowest price for flooring anywhere because they buy so much of it in advance. And that drives uh, Kent drop the E out of you cuckoo because it's up to him to store all this shit when the big boss buys it. Anyway, the shit's got to move. So go buy it. And when you mention my name, take an additional 10% off. There you go. That's Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan, right behind Little Caesars. On Chicago Drive. Obviously, that's only for people 
in uh, West Michigan and the surrounding areas. So unless you want to go show up like uh, if, if fucking Pete shows up from Oregon, you can go buy flooring there too. Just bring a vehicle to get it back to Oregon. Okay. I want everybody to stay right there because if I don't, if I don't pee, holy crap, I'm going to throw up. Stay right there. I will be right back. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always. Okay. Where am I? What the fuck is wrong with me? Trouble at the convenience store. I wrote down. Boy, you're not kidding. This is a, there's a lot of, um, aggressive fighting and yelling and screaming on the rest of today's show. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get to all of it. Okay. We go from orgasm talk to this is a, uh, a convenience store in Arlington, Texas. The lady who's at trying to buy something or she's upset about something is uh, aggressively going after the guy behind the counter. And uh, this isn't physical, but it's it's two juggernauts uh, going at it. And uh, so she is uh, saying horrible shit to him, but he's definitely not going the route of the customer's always right. You got the guy here in the purple who's just in awe watching it. And behind him, um, the person is shooting video. So let's get into it. This is one minute of fucking glory. Audio check, video check. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Bitch, and I'm not going to take no shit from nobody. I don't give a fuck. There, there's something about black women who, when they get really, really pissed off, they can just rattle off so much shit so fast. You can't actually understand it, but this guy can probably understand it, but we can't. We as whites cannot understand this. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Bitch, and I'm not going to take no shit from nobody. He says, I'm not going to take no shit from nobody. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're a nasty ass bitch. That's why you smell. That's why this world's a shitty place because of shitty ass bitches like you. your family what the fuck boy 
what she is saying a lot more than he is. Well, don't take, I'm not going to take no shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. And this guy just standing here, taking that all in. Oh. Why is she mad? We don't know. We don't have context. We do not have context. Tyler says, I can actually hear how many teeth he has. Kabubi 69. Rich says, new requirement for employee of the month is you must cuss out at least one customer a week. Nick says he sounds like Kenny Powers' dopey friend, Stevie. <laughs> That's Stevie. Steve. Hey, Kenny. Oh, Josh says it's because we don't speak jive. Yes, that's true. I just love thou dude is just enjoying the show. I would have a degree of trepidation that she may lash out at me. But I mean, after she leaves, he's just going to walk up and buy his Slim Jim or a pack of smokes. I mean, oh God, is that, that was just great. I'm so glad that that happened. Holy shit. We need more of that. All right. More ugliness. This one I'm bummed because uh, the audio just sucks. I don't even think we'll be able to pick it out. I might, on the audio podcast, I'll have the ability to boost it so you'll hear it. But what you have here is a guy holding a cell phone up to the TV and recording it, which always sucks. Uh, it's... The NHL, the hockey playoffs, and they go to the in-between periods. They go to the studio and talk about the big game or what the hell's going on. I'm barely following it. Um, P.K. Subban was a terrific player back in the day. He's now retired, and he he's part of this team of people. So um, now what we have here is you have a lady – uh, Lizzo is the target here and it's, it's out of the blue. It's out of the blue because uh, Lizzo's not involved in this in any way, but the comment is made that in order for the team, big team to win the big game, they're going to have to pack a lunch. PK Subban then says something specific about the lunch. Uh, I know that was weekly amplified, but he, hold on. Let me do that again. Let me do that all again. Maybe they need to pack a lunch. Maybe they need to pack a lunch. Maybe they need to pack a Lizzo sized lunch. So Lizzo takes some shrapnel and people are like, what the fuck? What? What? Hold on a second. O'Neill's having a dream. Hang on.
destroy the microphone, trust me. Okay, I think that was just a little dream. Okay. Alright, that's over. Um, Maybe they need to pack a Lizzo-sized lunch. It's the out-of-the-blue nature of this. Okay. So... This, she's, you, you don't want to do this. Okay. Um, you gotta be very, very careful. Uh, we, we've gotten to a point in society where I will still make a fat joke. I will still call someone a fat fuck. I will, I will do that, but it can't be person minding their own business. And they happen to be you know, a little porky and you, you go out of the way to try to, uh, you know, uh, really brutalize them. You, you just can't. Um, and I, and I think that's good. I mean, have I done it? Well, of course I have. I've, I've done it to, uh, and, and, uh, to people that, uh, that I know, and I I've gotten yelled at about that. So I kind of have to be a little careful about that besides, you know, I mean, it's just a little weird. So they're, they're, they're starting to call that a, a fat phobic. So unless, in my opinion, unless someone is an asshole, I'm not totally on the uh, team of, um, of no fat shaming. I think that there needs to be some attack. And if someone is a total fuck face, like let's say some fucking asshole throws some chick who weighs 900 pounds, throws a dog out of a window. I for sure am going to call her a fat fuck. All right, a disgusting fucking fat whore. That is going to happen. But if I'm uh, in a hypothetical scenario at Meyer and some lady is there shopping and I, I saw her and she was big and then if I came on this show and said, yeah, hey, guess what? I saw this fat fucking bitch. Oh, yeah, I, she's disgusting. I hated her because she was fat. You see that? You see a difference there? You can't do that. The love I have for someone who's chunky uh, would would keep me, you know, you can't just do it to an innocent soul. It's got to be an asshole. And Lizzo was doing nothing. So you really PK Subban to call, say, yeah, you got to pack a Lizzo-sized lunch to whoever this guy is he's talking to. That's out of bounds. And, and... You got black on black crime. Thank God this was PK Subban and not Wayne Gretzky. Motherfucker. I mean, that would be the earth would crack in half if it was some dickhead uh, hockey honky saying black Lizzo uh, pack a black Lizzo sized lunch i mean it would be all over we'd have world war three going on here you just can't do that shit you know tyler says or if somebody attacks you on facebook you can screenshot their profile pic and circle their double chin and post it for the world to see yes cole says He's their token black guy. He'll be fine. He can say whatever he wants. 
Uh, Rich says that was his last day on the show. People love Lizzo for some reason. Well, that's kind of insulting. I like Lizzo. Nice. Very talented. You know, hasn't done anything to me. Uh, Chris says, or slap the Twinkies out of her hand and yell at her. She did really suck on the Mandalorian though. Lizzo was on the Mandalorian. Nick seems to think it's the end of his career. P.K. Subban. Uh, yeah, the Mandalorian. Well, there's no way she was playing the part of somebody on a hunger strike. Oh, for fuck's sake, you asshole. You just broke your own rule. You can't just say, you can't say it and then attack her. Stupid cameos this season. Um, and then just like uh, a week or two before this fat shaming incident, uh, happened at the hockey game where, uh, if I'm understanding correctly, uh, it was, uh, Toronto and Tampa and some Leafs fan, some lady was just clapping, having a good time on one of the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning fan, uh, players winning the penalty box. Phil Esposito was the color commentator for the Bolts, and he didn't like that there was some lady wearing a Leafs jersey hooting and hollering next to the box. So old Espo dropped this on her. Now there's activity by the Lightning penalty box. They think the Lightning are upset well, with some of the fans over there. you got a fat woman Okay, now and she wasn't doing anything. She's looking, she's dancing. She might have stuck her face up to the opening of the glass and said, aha, or whatever. The guy in the yellow hoodie is the one doing all the talking. Why Espo went after her, I don't know. There's activity by the lightning penalty. She's just happy. She's having a beer. Everybody's cheering the Leafs. He can't even, the guy isn't even done talking and Espo's starting to indict her. I think, come on. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. You're killing me. This makes me unhappy. Did I like just lose the internet or something? That's going to real put a, really put a, 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 a kink in the plan now there's activity by there the lightning penalty box they the lightning are well, upset with some a, of the fans over me, there you got a fat woman who's yapping like crazy is that a guy with long hair i can't tell you got a fat woman who's yapping like crazy or is that a guy with long hair so this is starting to come back around Um, and then there is, let's see, there was one more thing on there that happened. One more, there was one more incident that I'm missing. Okay. Here it is. People magazine has it, uh, NHL growing the game for women. Uh, biz is the guy from uh, spitting chiclets saying women only watch hockey for attractive men. 
Come on. Esposito's comment and P.K. Subban saying something terrible about Lizzo. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I guess, uh, yeah, that is a problem. Now, I want to see what's going to happen to P.K. for this deal. By the way, I remember him playing for the uh, Hamilton Bulldogs in the American League. And uh, over all my, I've seen so many great players uh, come to the American Hockey League. And uh, he would all the time get in the penalty box and uh, sit right next to your old pal EZ. It was great. Well, anyway, he's probably fucked. Maybe not. I don't know. So that was kind of ugly. Um, all right. Not as ugly as this, though. Wow. Um, as I understand this story. Umpire, retired, veteran, and disabled. Ump in a game somewhere. Doesn't matter. Uh, Florida, of course. Kid gets lippy. High school kid gets a little mouthy. The ump said, calm down to the kid. That was it. That's That was enough. That was all dad needed to see to step down with his fat ass from the bleachers and drop the hammer and a horrible sucker punch on this up fucked him up check this out this video shows an umpire getting okay now here's the up in between innings he's gonna step out from the field of play here comes asshole dad down cold during a high school baseball game in Kissimmee. Deputies say that the umpire is a 63-year-old disabled veteran and the parent accused of throwing that punch has now been arrested and taken to jail. Fox 35's Connor Hansen explains what led up to all of this. The sheriff says that this all started after... That was so fucking brutal. Did you see that punch? Down cold during... Look at, he's just looking... He's not even looking at what's coming. He has no idea. This guy... Here he comes. Still doesn't know. Oh, and he just PTA punch. Carry had carry had THC in her system. Whammo. And this guy, look at you. See his arms go up and fall with the stiff leg. That's concussed. He's out. Did he say that the umpire is a 63 year old disabled veteran and the parent? And then he stands over him like that. All those people run over. Of throwing that punch has now been arrested and taken to jail. Fox 35. Wow, that was that was that was, that was horrible. This. This lady who's walking up, I think, by the way, I think that's her. I think that's maybe the uh, wife. Oh, Jesus. Connor Hansen explains what led up to. How about this lady? She's showing up. I don't think she's going to be able to do too much. The sheriff says that this all started after an argument between one of the players and the umpire. He says that player's father decided to take things into his own hands, but now he's facing a felony. Take a look at this video from the game at Liberty High School in Kissimmee a couple weeks ago. You can see the umpire leaving the God field. God damn, that's brutal. He isn't looking when the suspect knocks him out cold. The sheriff says the victim is a 63-year-old disabled veteran oh, who volunteers shit. his time because of his... Every time, it gets worse. Love for baseball. He volunteers his time. He does it for free. The sheriff's office arrested Jorge Gonzalez, sharing video of him apparently laughing while walking. 
Look at he's having a great time. The guy who punched the 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 ump is is loving life. With Sheriff Lopez to a squad car. Lopez says the father claimed he was only trying to protect his son. Obviously, if you can't contain yourself and behave in public like a normal person uh, should, uh, then just stay home. You know, uh, it's just not worth it. No one's getting paid here. Yeah, that dude's beefy too. He got some power behind that punch. This isn't the MLB. You know, nobody's on a million dollar contract. So uh, his actions are just uncalled for. And Sheriff Lopez. As if they'd be called for if they were making a million dollars. Told us that umpire told him he would like to see that parent prosecuted to the full extent of the law. In Osceola County, Connor Hansen, Fox 35 News. God, I would want to see him dead. I don't know how people can control themselves uh, when these things happen. You know, I, I would be so, I'm such a simpleton. Uh, and I would so want some type of uh, retribution or a pound of flesh after something like that happened. Uh, Kent says, I hope that dude eats through a straw for a few months. Of course, the guy who did the punching. I think the ump is going to have to actually eat through a straw. Cole writes, who won the game, though? Chris says, yeah, right. These idiots revert to, to the player's contract value to whether a sucker punch is warranted. God, uh, come on. No sucker punches. These guys aren't making any money. That was a dumb comment by the sheriff. Chris says, God, I hope that dude goes to prison and has his life ruined. I would love that. Chris, uh, Chris in Maine also says this is a pre-crime to something awful. Kyle asks, what's the nature of his disability? I don't know. You, you know, that might even be just a made-up thing. You don't know. They, they, they might have just thrown it in there to make it uh, extra devastating for the guy who threw the punch, you know? You could just, uh, you know, if you're like the TV uh, team, the uh, news channel, you just make up details so that this guy will have a harder time uh, living a normal life who threw the punch. You can say he's uh, the umpire is blind and deaf or something like that. I don't think that would work. I don't think anybody would believe that. You're blind and deaf umpire. That probably wouldn't work. Or I don't know. Just say, Cole says his disability is a glass jaw. Weak-ass punch from a weak-ass bitch, Rich writes. He's going to be holding someone's pocket in lockup. I don't know what that means. Is that a prison term? All right. Chris says, you know, that guy hits his wife. He thought that the ump was his wife. I read a story that his ding dong was cut off in Nam. Not sure if it's true or not. He might be too old or too young for Nam. The Nam veterans are all in their 70s now. I used to do radio with a dude who was a combat veteran in Vietnam. Like he was on a swift boat shooting up Charlie. Tony Magoo. Um, in fact, on uh, Phil and Billy in the morning. Phil and Billy in the morning. Hey, Eric Zane with you, Philip Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Philip Billy in the morning.
Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. Phil quit. He went to another radio station. And we brought Magoo in. So it became Billy, Magoo, and Zane. In the morning. Billy Magoo and Zane in the morning. Phil and Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. Billy Billy in the morning. Eric Zane with Phil and Billy in the morning. Idiot. All right. So that's pretty fucked up. Um, We followed a little bit the Ed Sheeran um, trial. He was accused of plagiarizing the Marvin Gaye song. There was a great video that I featured before of how they sounded. And I don't know if I can find it quickly. Yeah, here it is. So I sit down in the studio here today and I look at the news and I see that Ed Shearing's getting sued again for thinking out loud by Ed Townsend, who's a co-writer of Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. And this time it's a $100 million suit. The company that's suing him is called Structured Asset Sales. So the lawsuit alleges that the, let's see, melody, rhythms, harmonies, drums, bass line, backing chorus, tempo, syncopation, and looping are taken from Marvin. I love how this guy, you can tell just in his tone that he knows this whole lawsuit is bullshit. So let's take a listen to it. I'm starting out with thinking out loud, just one bar of it. And then going to one bar of Let's Get It On and then alternating between them in the verse. Now, I've transposed down Let's Get It On by a half step because the two songs are in two different keys. Let's Get It On is in E flat major and Thinking Out Loud is in D major. Let's take a listen. I love this. I love that they there is similarities, but what we will learn is that there's actually no similarities. Yes, to the untrained ear, you are hearing tempo, and we think the same notes. This is so silly because... Um, the words are different. The goddamn where everything is different. The melody's not the same. And I, I it's it's just remarkable to me that it ever even went to a trial. I'm thinking about how come on. Oh, come on. They're exactly the same tempo. They have essentially the same chord progression, given that I've transposed them to the same key. They to- so they're not even in the same key. He had to transpose it. Totally different melodies. The groove is exactly the same. They're exactly the same tempo. They have essentially the same chord progression, given that I've transposed them to the same key. They have totally different melodies. The groove is exactly the same. I mean, it's really almost impossible to tell where one song ends and the other one starts. Let's take a listen to it again. It's actually a perfect transition. If Marvin Gaye were alive, if his dad didn't kill him, which is true, they they, they should bring Marvin Gaye out and fucking uh, uh, perform together. 
Same drum sound, same bass sound, same snare sound. But the melody and lyrics are completely different. If I take the chord progression from thinking out loud, we have D, D over F sharp, G, A. And then let's get it on as D, F sharp. That's different. It's, it's not as easy to detect, but if you notice when he goes through that, the first chord is the same, but the rest are not. They're completely different. If I take the chord progression from thinking out loud, we have D, D over F sharp, G, A. And then let's get it on as D, F sharp minor. That's a different note. Minor, G, A7. It's basically the same chord progression. The place where the two songs diverge. But not exactly is in the second half of the chorus of Thinking Out Loud. Now, let's get it on. Marvin Gaye's tune stays with the same chord progression and the chorus melody, but Thinking Out Loud actually goes to E minor and does something completely different melodically. Check it out. Why am I bringing this all up? I'm bringing this all up because Ed Sheeran won. And uh, he was so disgusted with um, the whole idea that he could lose that he said, fuck that. I am not going to ever perform again or make any music again if I lose this. But he won. And then uh, he had a thing or two to say. Now, again, uh, Marvin Gaye's estate is not suing him. It's the co-writer of the song. who we, No one knows that guy's name, whoever the fuck it was. They said at the beginning of the story, but uh, I wasn't paying attention. So um, the Hobbit himself spoke, and he uh, he had a pre-written statement, and he I think he really hammered the nail down on this. He did quite well in explaining how disgusted he was that this even took even one minute of time to defend, let alone money. Uh, right. Uh, good morning, afternoon, everyone. Thanks so much for uh, being out here. I'm obviously very happy with the outcome of the case, and it looks like I'm not having to retire from my day job after all. But at the same time, I'm unbelievably frustrated that baseless claims like this are allowed to go to court at all. We've spent the last eight years talking about two songs with dramatically different lyrics, melodies. Eight years! Holy fuck! and four chords which are also different and used by songwriters every day all over the world. These chords are common building blocks which were used to create music long before Let's Get It On was written and will be used to make music long after we are all gone. They are in a songwriter's alphabet, our toolkit, and should be there for all of us to use. No one owns them, all the, all the way they are played, in the same way that nobody owns the colour blue. Unfortunately, unfounded claims like this 
are being fueled by individuals who are offered as music experts in musical analysis. In this instant, the other side's musicologists left out words and notes, presented simple and different pitches as melody, and by doing so, created what I think we proved for all to see were misleading comparisons and disinformation to find supposed to limit... Yeah, it's like listening to the folks who are on the group formerly known as Zaniacs United. Similarities where none exist. And I think we proved for all to see that they tried to manip- manipulate my... Of course, they would just respond with, no My and Amy's song to try and convince the jury that they had a genuine claim. I'm very grateful that the jury saw through the, those attempts. This may seem... This seems so dangerous to me. Fucking fix your hair, for fuck's sake. Both potential claimants who may be convinced to bring a bogus claim, as well as those songwriters facing them. It's like he gets out of the shower and then combs it and then just kind of like fucks it up. It's simply wrong. By stopping this practice, we can also properly support genuine music copyright claims so legitimate claims are rightly heard and resolved. If the jury had decided this matter the other way, we might as well say goodbye to the creative freedom of songwriters. We need to be able to write our original music and engage in independent creation without worrying at every step of the way that such creativity will be wrongly called into question. Like artists everywhere, Amy and I work hard to independently create songs which are often based around real-life personal experience. It's devastating to be accused of stealing someone else's song when we've put so much work into our livelihoods. I'm just a guy with a guitar who loves writing music for people to enjoy. I am not and will never allow myself to be a piggy bank for anyone to shake. Having to be in New York for this trial has meant that I've missed being with my family at my grandmother's funeral in Ireland. And I will never get that time back. These trials take a significant toll on everyone. His grandma died and he had to miss it? Oh, no. Involved, including Catherine. I want to thank the jury for making the decision that will help protect the creative process of songwriters here in the United States and all around the world. Couldn't he have just said, hey, you might have, I mean, it's Ed Sheeran. He can easily fly back. Couldn't he have just said, uh, hey, can we put a hold on while I go bury my, my, uh, my uh, grandma, my little hobbit grandma? I also want to thank my team, these guys, who've supported me throughout this difficult process, and to all the songwriters, musicians, and fans who've reached out with messages of support over the last few weeks. And finally, I would like to thank Amy. Neither of us ever expected that nine years ago, from our wonderful writing session, that we will be here having to defend our integrity. Integrity, Amy, I feel so lucky to have you in my life. Thank you. Right. We need songwriters and the wider community to come together and bring back common sense. These claims need to be stopped so the creative process can carry on and we can all go back to making music. And at the same time, we absolutely need trusted individual individuals real experts who help support the process of protecting copyright thank you all right how do you feel great (laughs) how do you feel great i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it to these guys now i've made a mistake i like that guy uh good for him Chris says Trump's in Ireland uh, while his rape trial is going on. Why couldn't Ed? He needs to sue for missing grandma's funeral. Chris in Maine says, where is a BLM march when you need one? I'm not sure I get that. Josh says he, I still say he looks like the son of former prime minister Boris Johnson. Oh, you're right. 
The youngest Weasley brother. Holy fuck, you're not kidding. Uh, you're lying to our ears. He didn't write any of the speech his lawyers did. I don't know about that. I'm very happy with his outcome. Now I'll return to the Shire and continue writing music in my hobbit hole. Uh, Makes you wonder if he could ever do the, uh, if he ever sang the Leonard Nimoy uh, ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Remember that? I don't know if you ever, the guy who played Spock uh, actually did this. The guy who played Spock wrote a popular song called the ballad of Bilbo Baggins. And if you have not heard it ever, um, it's going to be an earworm. A partnership is critical. There's an ad here. As soon as we get by the ad, it's going to be, it's going to blow your mind. If you haven't yet, if you, if you have not yet heard this damn song, very hippie-ish. In the middle of the earth, in the land of Shire, lives a brave little hobbit whom we all admire with his long wooden pipe fuzzy woolly toes. He lives in a hobbit hole and everybody knows him, Bilbo. He's only three feet tall. Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins, the bravest little hobbit of them all. The fucking dancing of those women. That is, that's like, uh, that's evil. Now, hobbits are the peace loving folks, you know. They're never in a hurry and they take things slow. What the fuck? If you, if I didn't have proof of this, if I had said to some of you, yeah, the guy who played Spock did a song dedicated to the hobbits. What? Oh, they don't like to travel away from home. They just like to eat and be left alone. But one day Bilbo was asked to go. Just the beginning of it. Just that. All right. Enough. Enough. Holy shit. The fuck? Uh, Ash says, did they hand out LSD to listen to this? I think they handed out LSD to make it. Uh, Josh says the old radio show, when we tried to listen to, when we tried to interview Leonard Nimoy, it went sideways fast. Uh, Ritz says, oh yes, the sultry shoulder lift. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Says Stevie. All right. I had to share. I had to share. Sorry. Um. How the fuck did I get from uh, Ed Sheeran to uh, Leonard Nimoy? Oh, because Sheeran looks like a hobbit. Jesus.
What the fuck is going on here? Okay. Reel it in, asshole. Advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Just reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'll tell you how it works. Hello to my friends at the Kent County Health Department. Um, Great group of people that work tirelessly to keep the community healthy. So one of the things that's important is that everybody is fed. And if you are struggling to keep food on the table, um, priority one is uh, sign up for the WIC program. Now, if you qualify, you get access to a ton of food each month. And it's not like you got to pay this back. It's uh, our taxpayer dollars pay for this to help those who are underprivileged to keep them and their kids fed. For fuck's sake, I know that it could be a tough time. And it might not be you listening, but it might be someone you know, maybe a friend, a relative, a neighbor, whatever. Uh, reach out for help to the Kent County Health Department or whatever county that you live in. 616-632-7200. Even Ottawa County. Even those MAGA pieces of shit will help you uh, get you know the little ones fed. Maybe not. If you're like queer or anything, but, uh, for the most part, just keep that to yourself. Don't tell them that you're a dude and like to suck dick because they probably won't help you because they're a bunch of fucking heartless cunts over there at Ottawa County. All right. 616-632-7200. I'm sure Kent County is happy with my advertisement this time around. All right. Thank you, Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, sarahondagranville.com. If you're in the market for a brand new Honda vehicle, call on Sarah Honda Granville. All right. Go test drive a new Honda today, and boy, you're going to fall in love. Sarah Honda Granville on Kennewa, just north of 44th, next to the Cracker Barrel. sarahondagranville.com. Uh, let me get these last two out of the way, and then we'll finish with straight content all the way up till the uh, to the end of the show. As uh, as a reminder, I do have T-shirts available, EricZaneShow.com. So if you're one of the newbies who uh, just kind of rediscover the show off of Reddit, uh, just know that I have T-shirts available if you want to support the show, EricZaneShow.com. Uh, click on merch, T-shirts range. If they're on sale, sixteen bucks. And I don't dictate the share of the sales. They, uh, a T Republic decides if they want to sell my stuff at a bargain, not on sale right now. You get them for $22 plus shipping. Still a bargain. My t-shirts are cheap uh, in terms of cost. They're not cheap quality shirts. They're very good shirts. And there's all sorts of different uh, ones you can, um, you can purchase. Nikki says I'm wearing mine. To the stupid Freeburn Hot Wings show tonight. Oh, can you do me a favor? Get a picture uh, of like with with the guys, and uh, they they'll be nice. Um, that would be great. I and uh, can you do me a favor? Pay attention to uh, the shit that Greg talks about his wife, because a lot of people are are getting turned off by the hurtful comments. Uh, his former wife. He keeps saying terrible things about his former wife at these shows. All right. Anyway, moving on. 
Uh, thank you to Rick at TC Paintball. My God. Uh, Paintball War number 22 was a smash. It was the brownout. Thank you to Gabe and all of his group that he brought. Love them. Uh, TC Paintball, GR.com. We're waiting to schedule the next one, and I want to see you there. Uh, until then, though, keep TC Paintball in mind. If you're looking for something fun to do with your group at work, maybe your pals, your bros, uh, maybe the neighborhood kids want to do something fun. All you dads can organize this event, tcpaintballgr.com. The car repair facility of choice is Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600. That's 616-532-6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup. They have uh, loaner cars for you so that you can uh, keep going to work. You know, uh, if that's if that's what you need, they got you covered. They have everything taken care of. Uh, when you uh, bring the car there, the uh, a red carpet service that you get, um, you know, sometimes you might drop your car off thinking you got one problem. When in reality, you've got three. You just don't know it. And then when they find that out, um, they're going to say, all right, this isn't pressing but you should know that this is a problem this fluid needs to be changed or these brakes have this much life left or they'll give you the i don't recommend you drive this car until we fix this other problem okay uh that's the type of operation that they run they want to make sure that you are safe and the vehicle is in great running order like the time that my son dropped the car off there and they i'm not kidding you they determined because his uh, gas gauge is broken, that it was out of gas. And then they said, but these brakes are shot air. You need to replace the brakes, or Jim needs to replace the brakes. I think I replaced the brakes. That's what dads do. Anyway. Okay. Um, Thank you to Irvine's. Call them at 616-532-6600. Uh, Okay, I think the background in this fight video that I'm going to share with you is um, two dudes they found out were MMA fighters. They're golfing. One MMA guy said that that kids were running around on the course. This is the type of course that's surrounded by homes. So kids were screwing with the golfers. Uh, the, the MMA golfers told the kids to get back on the other side of the fence so they didn't get hit by the ball. Mom yells at the golfers saying, fuck you. Uh, you don't want to fuck with my kids or uh, my husband. Their dads will fight you. Golfers said, all right. House said something back. Bald MMA guy freaked out, yelled, cussed at the kids and the wives. Uh, uh, moms, moms send the husbands out, the husband cavalry, to confront the golfers, stand up for the women and children. And then, it, oh boy, this is a bad move. An ass kicking. 
So everyone who hits the ground in this video is a dad. Everyone standing is an MMA dude. Okay, so we're setting up. All right, here we go. I see a little bouncing around. Okay, audio check, video check. Make sure I got it all. Here we go. Uh, let's let's watch bits and pieces. Let's not try to watch the whole thing at once. Let's focus on the left side of your screen. Black pants guy gets hit, but black pants guy knows how to fight. He's MMA dude. Watch. Whammo! Down goes dad number one. <laughs> And then uh, he puts him in a choke. Okay, so we saw that one. Uh, pink shirt guy. <laughs> I'm watching pink shirt guy. Looks like a wife just throws something at pink shirt guy. Did you see that? She like throws a Dixie cup at the guy and it hits him. Now he's not going to go punch her. And then she backs up like behind a husband. So then MMA guy punches that guy. Okay, that's enough of that. Now, uh, another black pants guy. Uh, this other dude in black pants. Watch him. He's going to get punched by another dude in black pants. Uh, again, anybody who's left standing is MMA dude. <laughs> Look at that. He just left, left, a sharp left and just knocked that fucker right out. And then that guy throws, misses. And then he punches that dude that he already punched once right in the fucking face. That's two hits. And now watch this. He's like, shut up. He's saying, stay down. Whammo. Whammo. Oh, my God. What an ass kicking. This was like a scene from the movie Roadhouse. It's like Roadhouse on the golf course. Uh, a bald dude who knocks out two dudes. Bald dude. That's that's the clear dominant. And he's the one talking shit, too. You can hear him say, you've got to stay down. I love it. He says, you want to go down, too? Stay down, you will get fucked up. <laughs> Stay down. Stay down, you will get fucked up. Oh, wow. Whew. A lot of great entertainment uh, on social media in the last 24 hours. Some real ugliness. Chris says, tee up a couple balls and start hitting them into the melee. Then get on your golf cart and run. Uh, Cole says, asshole of the day, the guy that filmed this for doing everything wrong. Hopefully it ends with him getting hit. Yeah, maybe he needed to get closer. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. For fuck's sake. Uh, Nikki is, uh, for is uh, Nikki is going to the Freeburn Alvin show. She had a pal who's going, uh, in Maine and didn't have anybody to go with her. Uh, 35 bucks standing room only tickets. Oh boy. 
Cole says, who won the golf match? All right. Um, this is this next story is a local story. And um, just for context, uh, here in West Michigan, we are surrounded by a lot of dumb fucks. Uh, we've talked a lot at length about the Ottawa County thing, and that is not about this. And that is the epicenter for stupidity in the entire country. However, there's lots of areas where there's a similar ilk, also very dumb. One area in particular, I believe, is Macosta County to the north where Big Rapids, Michigan is. Uh, Ferris State University, fine institution. This has nothing to do with Ferris, but the surrounding community outside of uh, the academic campus is uh, a lot of dumb fucks. And the community uh, was tipped off that there is a, a major, a gigantic company that the United States has partnered with uh, out of China called Goshen. They make batteries for these electric cars that are all the rage. And uh, Goshen chose Michigan because of the deal that the state worked out with them to come. And then they infuse the state with a workforce. I mean, uh, there's going to be 2,500 people that they are going to hire uh, skilled uh, employees, you know, with like a starting average wage of $50,000 a year. So for the people in the community, and again, there's a lot of super dumb people that they'll be hiring to fill those jobs. Um, That's like five times the uh, uh, yearly income for the average person that you will see in this video. But the issue is, um, since the company is Chinese, these stupid fucks are making the leap that uh, it's going to lead to communism in Michigan. And they don't want to support communism. Now, uh, every article of clothing that they're wearing, the vehicles that they drove in, everything in their life has something to do with China. It's a, uh, a, a world economy that we live in. Um, fuck. Who gives a fuck where we get the shit? I mean, you think about the uh, uh, the car you drive and the fuel that's in it uh, comes from countries where the people that live there flew planes into our buildings, and you don't seem to have a problem with that. It's one of the most hypocritical things uh, that's happened. And all this company wants to do, they went and they bought a bunch of land, and uh, they're building a uh, $2.5 billion with a B. Two and a half billion dollar plant over this vast area that's a swamp. They're going to create the plant. They're going to put 2,500 people in there to build the batteries. It's a great thing. But since all these dumb fucks are so stupid, they're making a big buzz about it and uh, having protests and shit. And I'm not kidding you. You know who one of the people that is leading the protests put in? Yes, Putin goes there, he gets his fucking fat ass out of the studio, and he drives over there to um, fucking, yeah, yeah, fuck you, China, signs copies of his book called I Gained It All Back, 
before we get into this, good Nikki, I'm so happy for you. She says, sorry to interrupt, but the vet just called me and my goat Jasper gets to come home this afternoon. He almost died Wednesday and she saved him. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. That would be terrible. Thank God. Oh, I bet you're so happy. All right. Anyway, back to the story. Can you believe this shit? So here you go. That's all the background you need. Now, um, the news came out just the other day that Goshen, this company, is is pausing this for a. Uh, I, I'm not sure the specifics of the reason. Um, that it's not. It's still going to happen, but they are uh, uh, pausing the rezoning of the land. I don't know what exactly that all means, but uh, I do know that it means that there is a uh, slowing down of because they were very bullish about getting this done quickly, and all these stupid hillbillies were like, oh, no, oh my god. Oh my god. So um, let's take a look. County concerns continue over plans to build that electric vehicle battery plant near Big Rapids. Tonight, residents voicing their worries to the Macosta County Planning Commission. News ace Demetria Sanders was at that meeting and spoke to residents tonight. Well, despite the item regarding the EV battery plant being taken off tonight's agenda, goes. I wouldn't be surprised if Demetria Sanders here is doing the story and, and one of these locals comes up and interrupts the shot and says, we don't like your kind here. The company behind the plant says that that won't slow down their timeline to build the facility, but that didn't stop residents from coming out tonight to say they don't want Goshen in their community. It was a packed house at the Macosta County Planning Commission. Okay, I'm actually looking to see if Puddin is here. Okay, okay, so this is, these are the people I'm talking about. These are... The constituents Thursday night as people spoke against Goshen's planned EV battery plant in Green Charter Town. Look at that. That is beautiful. Township. There's a lot of people that want to say something. Right now, it's the only way we can do it. Originally on the agenda was a rezoning request by Goshen. According to the county's director of building and zoning, portions of land near the proposed battery plant site are already zoned industrial. The company wanted the commission to approve rezoning an additional 11 parcels. Okay, so it's real simple. It already was ready for any any business to come in. It's like uh, the county's open for business. We've got all of this land. Here you go. They find a buyer. They, they've done it. Not you, though. You're, you're communist. And now th- they wanted a little bit more, 11 more parcels. I don't know the size of each parcel, probably 5, 10 acres. I'm not sure. The portions that Goshen was looking to rezone were an extension past where that property stopped. And up- Not impossible. They're, they're going to get it, but it takes, you know, you have to speak. Go in front of the board, do all that shit. Their property began. But the request was delayed after the company said they were waiting to learn the results of a review by the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States and wanted more time to answer the community's questions about the project. Look at these people. What a what a, a horrible, horrible uh fucking display some say they aren't buying it these people are a thorn in their side as people protested inside and outside of the macosta county services building concerns about the battery plant continue look at pure michigan not pure ccp 
We don't want your communism here. Including Goshen's ties to China and how it will impact a small town. It's just crazy that they want to put it up here. This is why you're a small town and you'll always be a small fucking town and always poor. You're in the middle of nowhere and not. Okay, hold on. Let me back up. In a metropolitan area with it. These people are a thorn in their side. As people protested inside and outside of the Macosta County Services Building, concerns about the battery plant continued, including Goshen's ties to China and how it will impact a small town. It's just crazy that they want to put it up here in the middle of nowhere and not in a metropolitan area with rail, shipping, all the stuff. That- Asshole. It's a massive, massive operation. They need space, you stupid fuck makes it economical to produce. Others say they're worried about the environmental effects. We don't want a big cement factory piled cement over a beautiful swamp, a beautiful wetlands. That no one goes to, you fucking idiot. Full of ducks. It's a migratory place. Oh. So many things that's wrong with this. But despite delaying their rezoning request on Thursday, Cole says that wouldn't impact Goshen's ability to start construction on the pieces of land currently zoned industrial. Okay, so they can already start. According to the zoning ordinance, it is an allowable by right for a manufacturing plant to go in there. The only stipulation is they would have to have a site plan review, and that would have to come back in front of the planning commission. Now, if Goshen does move... Okay, if I'm Goshen, uh, while I'm waiting about these new parcels, I, I, I break ground, and I've got only Chinese people there. And um, you get someone to sing, like, the Russian national anthem. I don't know, like like fucking Nikolai Volkov. Something like that. Uh, you know, you, you really lean into it. Yeah, uh, they, they're, they're swinging a sickle and a hammer... Uh, all, all the, all sorts of bring back all the members of the old Russian hockey team, anything communist you got, you got to uh, lean into it and call it CCCP headquarters or whatever the fuck, or fuck. This is the fuck you Macosta building forward with the rezoning request. It will once again have to go in front of the planning commission where we will likely see another large turnout in big rapids. Demetrius Sanders news eight. I hate these people. Oh, Hey, God we- damn it. Jeez. Tyler says beautiful and swamp are two words I've never heard used together. Uh, Stevie says they just don't want it because of China. That's obvious. Yes. Uh Adam says these people don't care about the environment or economic opportunity. It's all about the China thing. Uh, Tyler says, I wish we had a show stunt person who we could have stand amongst those hill jacks with a Chinese flag cheering for this plant. (laughs) Goshen number one, the motion of the Goshen. Josh says it must be difficult to divide up and protest libraries and this plant at the same time. Rich says, let's play a game of find the black guy. Surprise, only rednecks there. Tyler says, I was expecting to see more American flag shirts. Adam, look at the diversity in the crowd. You guys are fucking great. You're funny. 
you see how this works you've done such a wonderful job yeah uh, that th- what you do on this show can i just say on this beautiful friday the jokes you add to the stories are another layer that i always wanted that i always wanted and we never quite got there because of the white trash element of the meth head former zaniacs and now that the trash is gone we i have exactly what i envisioned it's so fucking perfect ah oh, thank you thank you for providing so much with your comments uh they're absolutely fantastic Ryan says, I'm loving how nice you are to the audience today. This is great. (laughs) I get pissed still. Stevie says, the phrase garden of listeners was the best to me. Eric Zane, you have created, you have grown a garden of listeners. That was special. Okay. All right. The asshole of the day is brought to you by TC Paintball. Hmm. Who is the asshole of the day? We talked about my show on Billy's uh, radio station. We talked to thank the new people who are here. Uh, Roasting with Ryan, guest roaster Ryan did a great job. Absolutely fantastic. Stole the show in my opinion. Uh, Full body orgasm. That's not a thing. Trouble at the convenience store. Hockey rudeness. Uh-oh. Ed Sheeran. Umpire punched. Golf course brawl. Goshen. I forget his name. But uh, that was just horrible. I didn't even like watching that. Uh, the TC Paintball gives the uh, asshole of the day award to the umpire puncher. Uh, that guy has to be it. I think we're all on the same page here on that deal. I'd probably have some pretty pissed off people if I said it was anybody but the umpire puncher. Just remember who does this show. Eric Zane with Philly Billy in the morning. Eric Zane was filling belly in the morning. But, uh, oh, oh, oh. And then Kenny says something horrible to end the show about one of our fellow audience members. Out of left field, Kenny takes a run at Amanda. Uh oh. You know, you need to quit saying terrible things to the woman that you want to have sex with. That was a, uh, that was like a, uh, a knife in the back. Like I give to you. She did nothing today. Amanda has been known to upset me a time or two without a doubt, but not today. So I'm a little disgusted at you taking a run 
at her. Chris says, that's the future mother of your children, Kenny. I think you just earned uh, a nomination for asshole of the day with that that uh, fucking Pearl Harbor job. A lot going on there. That is my time. Thank you so much for being here. I've loved it, as I always love talking to you for the now 1,054th time doing the Eric Zane Show free podcast. I will check you. You will check me. We'll be together on Patreon in moments. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one.